Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. In particular, welcome to our Holy Communion edition. If you guys remember from last night, I told you we would be taking communion together today. So if you have your communion wafer, in this case, a Ritz cracker for Kristen and I, and you have your little, this is our juice, which is going to represent the blood of Christ, uh, get that out now, and we're going to take communion together. First, I want to just, I'm just going to read a brief communion prayer And then once we do that, I'm actually going to read from the Bible, and then we'll actually take the communion. But I think the communion prayer is important because you need to really get into the mode of what communion is about. And as I mentioned last night, you know, you can't take communion in an unworthy place. In fact, Paul in Corinthians talks about how that actually makes people sick and can actually kill them, believe it or not. He says some people have gone to sleep early because they came to God in communion with an unworthy heart, really. And that mm-hmm. to do that is actually to curse the body and blood of Christ. That's right. And so we're going to read this prayer first, and it's actually a pretty good one. I didn't write it. I can't take credit for this. This is by someone named uh, Rebecca Barlow Jordan, uh, and uh, she has her own website, RebeccaBarlowJordan.com. And I got this off the Crosswalk website, but it's pretty solid. And so I'm going to read it. Once I read it, then I'm going to actually read the actual Bible verses, and we'll take the communion itself, okay? So let me start with... Just this verse, I ask that you just join us in this prayer because, again, you really need to enter into communion with God with a very clean heart. So here we go. Lord Jesus, we bow before you in humility and ask you to re-examine our hearts today. Show us anything that is not pleasing to you. Reveal any secret pride, any unconfessed sin, any rebellion or unforgiveness that may be hindering our relationship with you. We know that we are your beloved children, having received you into our heart and life and having accepted your death as penalty for our sinfulness. The price you paid cover us for all time, and our desire is to live with you. When we take the bread representing your life that was broken for us, we remember and celebrate your faithfulness to us and to all who will receive you. We can't begin to fathom the agonizing suffering of your crucifixion, but you took that pain for us. You died for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your extravagant love and unmerited favor. Thank you that your death gave us life, abundant life now and eternal life forever. As you instructed your disciples, we too will receive the bread in remembrance of you. And in the same way, when we take the cup representing your blood poured out from a splintered cross, we will remember you were the supreme sacrifice for all of our sins, past, present, and future. Because your blood was shed for us and your body broken for us, we are free from the power and penalty of sin. Thank you for your victory over death. You took the death that we deserved. You took our punishment. Your pain was our gain. And today we will remember and celebrate the precious gift of life you gave me through the blood that you spilled. But while our relationship is secure with you, we also know that sin can break our fellowship at times. We are human and we often forget who we are and whose we are. You want to convict and correct us, not shame us. You love us like a perfect parent. You'll never disown us or leave us. You'll love us no matter what. 
but sin hurts both our heart and yours. So before we take communion today, I'm asking you to truly search our hearts and reveal things for which to ask for your forgiveness. Each time we take communion, Lord, we do this to recommit our life, our heart, our thoughts, our everything to you. Fill us today with your powerful spirit. And when we leave this place, help me to help us to hold in fresh remembrance the story that never grows old close to our hearts and help us to share its message faithfully as you give us the opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Now, if you have your little wafer or cracker, whatever you have, this represents the body of Christ. And I'm reading now from Matthew 26, 26 to 30. This also appears in Mark and Luke, but I like the Matthew version. This is the Last Supper, and it says, While they were eating, Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. And Father God, as we do this, we remember that you were made a curse so that we could be made a blessing, that your body was broken so that we could have life, that surely you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities, that you suffered for us, that you took our sins on the cross. And just as your body was broken, so too were the laws of, of sin and death broken. We take this communion now, we eat this bread, and in so doing, we ask you to come into our lives and replace our imperfect flesh with your perfect flesh. Then Jesus took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the, for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now until that day when I drink it in, anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Father God, as we drink this juice representing your blood, we do it knowing that this blood of yours that was spilled at the cross washed us free from sin so that we could come into perfect communion with you, so that there would be no sin keeping us apart from a righteous and holy God. We ask in drinking this, Father God, that we always remember your covenant, a blood covenant, a blood sacrifice, and that we, just as, as blood carries life through our veins. We pray, God, that we give up our lives and replace it with yours. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Kristen, can you lead us in prayer? Absolutely. Well, just taking communion is so is so powerful and the meaning behind it. And like we always talk about for healing, whether that's physical healing, emotional healing, and all in every way, God wants to heal us and renew our spirits. And so as we dig deeper in prayer, I just wanted to reflect on just certain things about God's love. And as the prayer mentioned, his extravagant love, which I mentioned a couple nights ago in our time together, but also what it means to be in the body of Christ. So 
Dear Jesus, Oh Lord, you went through that horrible, horrible death on the cross and, you know, we, we definitely we definitely think about and we should think about the victory and how and 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 really focus on that part but god may we never get over the cross may we never get over or stop maybe remembering that you went through not only physical pain for us but emotional pain that anything we feel whenever we feel humiliated or down or depressed or anything that is just not of you, God, that you have bore those sicknesses, not just the sicknesses of of the flesh, but also the sicknesses of the mind, Lord. And you've taken on every sin in the world so that we could be with you. God, no matter how many times we've fallen, you want to pick us up and just hold us close to your arm. Just hold us in your arms, Lord. God, I know that there are a lot of people listening to this who just feel like they are on the ground in life. Mm. Like they can't get up. Like they're just they're just there and they don't have the strength to get up. Whether that's from something that they that has been on their their own fault or something that someone has done to them, God. But God, I want every person feeling that way right now to just picture and just see you as as the beautiful, amazing, precious Jesus you are, picking them up. Mm. The lifter of our heads. You are the lifter of our heads. And I just I just see all your children who are listening to this, all of your children who feel like they just don't have the strength, Lord, just looking up to heaven. And feeling you wrap your tender love around them, your tender arms, and pull them up and pull them out of situations where they don't see a way out of, where they don't know what to do. Pulling out of mindsets and strongholds and things that the enemy has come against for years. And just because you've been in a mindset, a stronghold or emotional pain for years doesn't mean that you have to stay there for years. You know, some things are a process. I understand that. But I believe the immediate healing can also start now as you walk out that process. So God wants to immediately give you the healing you need in your body and in your mind and in your emotions. He wants to give you that healing. He wants to hold you close to his heart. He wants to pull you out. The Bible said he drew us out of those deep waters, that he's our deliverer. He's our redeemer. He's everything we need for every season, for every need that we'll ever have. And that is pretty amazing. I have a friend who paints watercolors and she has an amazing story of her own. And one of her paintings is the Lamb of God that was slain. And she has people who have overcome amazing things, who've overcome depression or addiction or who've been through things, who've, who've been through uh, rape or whatever. And they write on the word on this poster, on, on her painting. And then the blood spills over that word and washes that word. 
And that's just a symbol of what really happens as a believer. You don't have to hold on to that. You don't have to hold on to that thing, whether it's something that you've done or something that's been done to you. God wants to wash you white in his snow. He says, see that your sins used to be scarlet, but now you are white as snow. Dear child of God, do you see yourself the way God sees you? Or does the enemy, has the enemy been trying to lie to you and say, look at these stains that you have on you. You are hidden in Christ. And when you come to God and you ask forgiveness for your sins, he has washed you and cleansed you in his blood. And you are white as snow. And if you've yet to do that, please do that. Please ask him to just come in and cleanse you. And show you the amazing destiny he has for you. And the amazing person you are in his image. For without him we are nothing. But in him we live and move and have our being. And in him we are everything we've ever wanted to be. And way more that we could ever conceptualize. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, guys. Well, thanks for doing that with us. We're going to go right to our prayer request now. Okay. Now, again, this is not, I should tell you, we're not doing this live. Uh, This is a a recorded episode. It's actually going to, we're doing this about three hours ahead of time because I'm at Kristen's house and I'm going to be driving during our normal time. So uh, if you're, Putting prayer requests in the comments section. We'll be happy to get to those on Monday, but we can't get to them normally tonight because I'm not going to be able to see them. Okay? Let's get started. Uh, Mazzy says he went for an interview and was turned down. Pray for him um, because he hasn't had a job in two years. Well, first of all, Mazzy, if it was God's will for you to have that job, you'd have it. So, you know, we thank God for closed doors, but also, Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you will open the right doors for Mazzy. And if there's something in him that needs to be corrected, and I don't know this person personally, so I couldn't possibly know this, but if there's something he has to improve, God, give him the interview skills that he needs, give him the job skills that he needs, just make it impossible for the right person not to hire him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Christine from Zambia um, says she has problems with her eyes. She can't see very well, and she is asking for prayer. Yes, Christine. You know, I think of so many times in the Bible for healing and particularly with eyes and any sort of issue with eyes. You think of blind Bartimaeus who God caused to to be able to see. So we know and we believe that God has your healing. And we ask for whatever the issue is with your eyes, whatever part of your eyes, that God would just heal it supernaturally. He's your healer. He's your redeemer. And I know that you have amazing faith. And we stand in in the gap in faith for you. And we believe for your healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Juanita says, pray for her and her family. About a month ago, they had the coronavirus. She feels like they'll never be the same again. She's worried about her kids. She says, please pray for me to have faith and trust God. It's a, it's a bold prayer to say, pray for me to have faith. And it's a perfectly legitimate prayer. So many people think that if you are lacking faith, that you don't really believe in God. But, you know, there's a scene in the Bible, I think... Uh, I forget which one it was, but Jesus was talking to somebody and the the man said, 
Lord, I believe. Please help my unbelief. I think it was the man whose son was possessed, actually. Yes. That's who it was. He said, Lord, I believe. Please help my unbelief. And you wonder how it is, if you have unbelief, you can say you believe. But the truth is that faith is a muscle that has to grow over time. It's not something that's perfect. Now, it's perfected through Christ in us, but it's something that we have to develop. Even, uh, you know, faith as a, a gift from God has to be developed. So, first of all, Juanita, I pray in Jesus' name that God blesses you with great faith, that he develops it for you. And I pray total restoration that whatever the enemy stole from your family from by way of this virus or otherwise is totally restored to you in Jesus' name. You say, I feel like we'll never be the same again. I pray that you're, you guys are never the same again. I pray that your life just takes off, that the old normal is gone and replaced by a supernatural new normal that is actually, that is, is never going to be static. That's always going to be upward and uh, higher and higher for you. That's my prayer for you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Joelle is from Fiji. We have a lot of listeners over there. Um, it's praying he needs a job. He feels not appreciated uh, when he even goes to work. Sometimes he doesn't get paid, he said. And he's praying for God to direct him to a better path. And his uh, brother and um, family members are not Christians, but they need jobs too. And he said, I'm believing that just because they're Christians, not Christians yet, that God will definitely give them jobs. And we're going to pray for that. And we're also going to pray that they are going to become Christians as well, that you're going to have such a great effect on on them just by living your life. Um, so God, I just pray for Joelle's entire family to come to know you. And sometimes, um, you know, there's different ways the seed is planted, but God, whatever you have to do to get to his family members, to um, to to get to them, to speak to them in in the ways they need to be spoken to in order to receive and and have your Holy Spirit um, capture their heart. That's really what needs to happen here. I pray for that. I pray that you would open, give clarity for Joel and open the right doors, open a, like a Red Sea experience where he just walks through the right door, job opportunity door, and um, something that no one else kind of sees, but he walks through that, that you just part the Red Seas for him and his entire family. In Jesus' name, amen. Before I forget, there is a praise report. You'll be happy about that. Um, a friend of mine's uh, friend from law school went missing recently in Chicago. I think she went missing on Monday. And I found out today that she was found safely after we prayed for her. So in Jesus' name, we certainly thank Amen. you for that. And we pray that never happens again with her. I'm going to do two prayers at once here because we have two different people praying for cancer. Diacar says, my right leg is, uh, my hip is stage four cancer. I'm in a lot of p- uh, pain. Please pray for me. I'm a pastor from India. I actually think I saw this person's prayer request a few days ago on a different post. And and I believe I already prayed for you personally, but I'm going to do it publicly in a second. Uh, also, I'm going to pray for Sherry's uncle, Virgil, who has cancer. She says he's a good, hardworking man and a farmer. He helps everyone. He believes in God. Thank you. All right. So, Father God, in Jesus' name right now, I pray... I speak directly to the cancer that's afflicting Diacar and the cancer that's afflicting Virgil. I order them removed from those people. We pray that Diacar's ministry explodes in influence. I don't believe his time on earth is over. I think he's got many more people that need shepherding from him. I pray that his entire congregation will see the miracle that you've done, that people who are not even Christians will come to his church to try to understand what happened and will acknowledge that only the King of Kings and Lord of Lords could have done this. And for Virgil, 
I pray that he has many, many more years of, of hard working ahead of him and helping other people. Father God, your word says that whatsoever you do unto the least of these, so have you done unto me. This is somebody who we're told is a good-hearted man who helps everybody, and he believes in God. And so we pray that you bless him and honor him, and you give him many, many more years with his family and his in his community so he can help many more people and restore both of these people to total perfect health, healthier even than before they got the cancer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Peroto. Um, asks for prayers for his studies and families and family. <laughs> and, and so, Lord, we just pray for Perotto's, uh, whatever he's studying, uh, God, that you would just, uh, it would all go well with him, God, and he would prosper and you would lead him into the right career opportunities with what he's studying and every step that needs to happen after that. And we also pray for his family as well. Uh, whatever is um, ailing them, God, physically, emotionally, I pray for a unity between him and his family. In Jesus' name, amen. Shoma says, please pray for me and my family and my pastor. May God bless you. Well, Father God, we pray for Shoma, her family, and her pastor. We pray that her pastor is always in good health that he's an effective preacher, that he gets many people saved, that he helps many people get healed, that that church is able to provide for the needs of the community. We pray for Shoma's family that they are blessed and highly favored. We pray that they are free from accident, illness, and injury. We pray that they are prosperous. And we pray for Shoma that she is a missionary for you, that she has bold faith, that she brings many people to Christ herself, that she's known as a light in her community, and that People who are not even Christians will come to her, that she's going to be able to bless people abundantly, even as her soul is blessed. Father God, may she never lack for anything. The verse I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of Shoma right now is, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Which doesn't mean you don't have any desires, it means you're never going to lack. So Shoma, that's my prayer for you tonight, that you are never in lack, that God provides for all of your needs in mm-hmm. such an abundance that you provide for other people's needs. Yes. And in fact... I think you should start trying to provide for other people's needs now, even before the miracle comes. In Jesus' name, amen. Estella is asking for spiritual and financial and salvation for all. That's a great, great prayer. So, Estella, we ask for your spiritual and financial restoration and everything you need, Every that all your needs, Lord, you know, those who seek the Lord lack nothing. I I hold on to that verse, and so I pray that you would lack nothing in any realm. And I love your missionary heart. I pray that you are able to um, just. I see you as a leader in your country, and I just pray that you are able to to influence many many people for the glory of God and bring many souls into the kingdom. And we just pray for every person. Um, for really every person listening to this is a missionary, as we always mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. Where there's a heart without Jesus, there is a mission field. Yep. So we need to do our part, and um, God God does the rest. The Holy Spirit um, really uh, woos people in. But Lord, I just pray that across this whole entire world that there would just be a spiritual r- revival and that more people would come to know you in, in amazing ways, God in ways that we never imagined before, and that you would do the new thing that you have promised us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And lastly, Tamale, or Tamale, one of the two, says, 
God help us Ugandans get food. He prays for God to bring an end to all sorts of bad behavior in Uganda, like killing each other. Okay, well, Kristen studied African politics, and she can uh, speak to this a lot more intelligently than I can, but uh, I know that Uganda is certainly a place where um, there's a lot of spiritual darkness there. I'll just leave it at that. In yeah. fact, I had a, a pastor who was from Kenya, and uh, he said before he would go to Uganda, he really had to have people praying over him. Yeah. Especially, he said, I think East Uganda was especially bad. Lots yeah. of like witchcraft and weird things going on there. He could tell you some crazy stories. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray over that whole situation. In fact, more than that, we pray against that situation. We pray against the powers and principalities over there. We pray, God, that you break through those spiritual strongholds and get this person food that he needs, but also the whole area, that you get them food, that you just bring an end to this killing. You bring an end to the poverty over there. You bring an end to... The demonic behaviors, you just bottle it up. Yes, God. I pray that you put a remnant there, that you put great missionaries there, that you create missionaries out of yeah. people like Tamale, yeah, and that you protect them, that you provide for them, and that you protect them. And to all the people who are listening to this, by the way, if you're not sponsoring missionaries, you need to start sponsoring missionaries. And if your church isn't sponsoring missionaries, and send money to churches that are, because these people need a lot of help. And maybe I'll do a message on that someday. But in Jesus' name, my prom- my prayer for Tamale is that you protect him while he's in Uganda, but also you provide for all of Ugandans, and you do it through Tamale as well. That I pray he opens his heart up to you so that you can just provide for the people around him through him. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Guys, I'm not kidding about that. Listen, that's been on my heart lately, and Kristen knows yeah. it too. Um, you know, we are all called to do missions work, but you know what? Even though Kristen and I, we put in several hours every night to this and we don't get paid and we don't ask to get paid. This is our our mission, our missionary work here. Let's be honest. This is actually pretty easy what we do. I'm sitting in a, a nice, comfortable house right now. It's climate controlled. We're about to have a nice dinner and everything. Uh, I'm not in Uganda. I'm not in some impoverished part of the world. I don't have to worry about whether the drinking water isn't clean, if I'm going to get you know, attacked by a snake. I don't need to worry about if someone's going to seriously kill me with a machete, okay? There are a lot of people who are putting themselves in harm's way. And if you're not supporting missionaries, even with a small amount of money, you need to. A small amount added up is a big amount. Hey, we've got 33,000 followers now. If everyone just gave a dollar to a missionary, just imagine the huge impact that would be. If, yeah. if you committed to just doing a dollar a month, imagine the, commi- the, the impact that would be. Yeah. There are plenty of great charities that you can look up online, plenty of churches that do that. And um, in fact, I think one of these days, uh, maybe next week, Monday, I can talk about some of the charities I'm excited about so that you can give money to them. Again, they don't even know we're doing this. I don't ask money for us because I don't want you to think we're greedy or that we do this for money. I need you to know that we do this because we believe in it and we believe in you. But the Bible does talk about money. It says, feast maketh men merry and wine maketh men laugh, but money answereth all things, okay? God gives us money. Remember, it's all his anyway, and he expects us to use it to be generous to others and to support the gospel and the spreading of the gospel. So we need to be supporting missionaries. Yeah, we need to we need to feed the poor. Right, I get it. We need to clothe the naked, all those things. Please be doing that to the best of your ability, but don't forget the missionaries, all right? Yeah, I have a lot of personal friends that are missionary couples, and I know that they really 
the two things, obviously prayers, that's why we pray for them because they just latch on to prayers and, um, and also, and like you say, any, any, any amount, it's not, uh, it's something that they are very, very grateful for. And when you hear the stories and what they're going through on a continual basis, it really, um, you know, it's, it's amazing how God partners all of us together to do our part. And, you know, the souls that'll be one through, through their missionary work, when we give, we have a part in that, invested in that. That's right. So that's so cool. And, you know, we, you did that sermon on tithing, which is awesome. And then, um, you know, I always think of besides tithing, if you give to missions and everything, God, you can, you can't outgive God. If you say, I'm going to tithe and, and then I'm above that, I'm going to give for missionary work. Right. Um, God is going to totally, I have seen that personally in my own life. God is going to totally, totally um, just go over and above, and you are going to be amazed at what you receive, not only financially, but in so many different ways. That's true. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you close out the uh, the show here with a call of salvation, please? Absolutely. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so proud of you. Or if you're rededicating your life. Definitely uh, leave us a message or comment on the video. And if you have praise reports, don't forget to share the good news that God has done in your life. Guys, I have a prayer for all of you right now. My prayer for all of you is that you have the boldness that this young lady here has. That, you know, you hear how she goes and, and she says it's called a salvation. She, This is someone who is not ashamed of the gospel. There's no reason that every one of us couldn't take out our phones and just do a call to salvation video in like 30 seconds on our yeah, Facebook yeah. pages. Imagine if we had wow. all 33,000 of our followers just do that. In fact, maybe I'm going to challenge you guys to do that. That's a, I, that's giving me a Holy Ghost chills Seriously. Right now. So here's what we're going to do. Actually, it's, it, 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 we'll see how many people watch this episode to the end. They'll tell me. Okay, <laughs> this is my challenge for you guys over the weekend. I want you guys to each do a call to salvation video, 30 seconds long, post it on your Facebook page, and post it on the Jordan and Kristen page too. Send a copy to us in the Messenger or however you can think of it. If you want to just tag us under it. Uh, Jordan and Kristen pray for you so we can see it too. Uh, and it just sent us a message to let us know that you did that. And any good responses you get from it, we want to know about it too, because we're really just trying to bring as many people as we can to the kingdom. Okay. How's that? I love that there idea. He comes up with these, these great Holy Spirit genius ideas on uh, just impromptu. I can't take credit for there it. There you go. All right, guys, listen, it's been a great week. We really are very grateful to have you every night. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Monday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, as we always do. Have an awesome, awesome weekend. Go win a lot of souls for Christ. And uh, until then, till we see you Monday, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.